Welcome to Inside the Mortgage Mind, a Zenix podcast where you'll hear stories from professionals throughout the industry, from new LOs to CEOs, about their journey to achieving success. We hope these stories inspire and energize you to take your business to the next level. Laura Escobar, what a privilege it is to see you and to be with you today. Thank you. Oh my God, how long has it been? Too long. We did this, what, a couple of years ago before the pandemic? Before the pandemic. So here we are. So, all right, let's get started because there is so much that's special about you that I know about you because I have watched you uh, for a long time. We've known each other for over a decade, I believe. Yes. So let, let's talk about, um, gosh, Lenar Holmes and what you have done specifically. You have a really unique culture. Can you describe it? Like if I'm an outsider looking in and I'm just saying, tell me about it. Can you give me that? Sure. Casey, culture is something that's top of mind for everyone here at Lennar Mortgage. It's associate focused and it's always evolving. We do book clubs. We do individual shout outs to our associates, scavenger hunts, swag raffles. Uh, we try to have a, a wide range of different offerings that appeal to every single one of our associates. This year, well, last year we started something called the Year of the Associate. And it just you know, flowed over into this year where we focus on personal and professional growth. So to bring this to life, we've instituted, for example, wellness classes and wellness classes doesn't just mean use your Fitbit and get out and walk and run. Right. We do chair yoga. We do meditation classes. Um, and on personal training, we do Harvard virtual trainings. We partnered with Harvard Mentor Management and had a lot of modules on personal growth. Wow. That's gone a long way with us. My motto is, and I say this after every everything I say to our group, is stay healthy, stay engaged, but more important, stay connected with your, your large mortgage family because it's mm. important. All right. You're, I'm writing down because I love that, the consistency of that message. So scavenger hunts, how do you do that? We do. We do lots of scavenger hunts. We have an intranet which, and we hide things on that intranet. You have to find them or without within our system. It's really cool to do virtual things these days. Yeah. You know, we do a lot of virtual, but I haven't done the scavenger hunt. I've oh, got to give you some tips. Okay. Brilliant idea. So I'm going to, because we have a, an intranet that's coming out in, for our company, of course. And so I'm going to do that scavenger hunt. A lot of fun. Okay. Is, do you time it? And so you got to find these things? Yeah, well, whoever finds them first is the winner. But we also have lots of um, different activities with spin the wheel and raffle tickets yeah. with spinning the wheel. You do it all virtually. So I'm happy to share everything. Yeah, we do the spin the wheel where we do recognition um, once a month and everybody can submit. And on the wheel, you know, they're all cheering for each other. It's like yeah. crazy, like spa day. I'm like, oh, don't get that one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and they sneak things in on the wheel. I'm like, okay, who put that on? Yeah, the wheel? I'll there. Yeah, how that get there? But that's part of the culture, right? The fun, uh, the recognition. I love that you had the year of the associate. That is so yeah. special. That is so. So, did you pivot over the last two years? Has it changed your culture? Well, you know, as we transition, like everybody, to a majority of our associates working remote for the last couple of years, we had to find new ways to engage our associates. Right. We, you know, how would we be able to connect with them? like we used to when we were in the office, we had to learn how to communicate, how to communicate differently and how to use virtual technology. 
So what I find really now is that it's hard for me to talk on the phone. I want to see people's faces. I even tell my family, at least let me see you on FaceTime. That's really interesting. And as leaders, we had to become real. If there's one thing that I have found, Casey, through this pandemic is that we had to show our authentic selves. And I had to do just that. I had to open up myself by by doing regular videos, some of them looking like a complete fool, some of them just informative. Let me tell you what's going on. But more importantly, lots of fun. Um, I started something called leadership with uh, let's talk with Laura Escobar. Mm. And I said, okay, it's time for our leaders to be doing the same thing. So we have a video which I kick off and our leadership team tells their company what they're doing, what their department's doing, what's coming next year. Mm. How are they adding value to our company? Mm. That, we added what's called the Rockstar video. So this is a series, it's called the Rockstar series that you become nominated by your peers. Mm. An interview style with me, with the Rockstar Associates. And, and we'll find out about them. I'll ask them about their Lenar mortgage story, how they manage work-life harmony. Mm. And I always ask the same question over and over. What's their superpower? Mm. I'll tell you, the responses have been amazing. We have a list. We can't keep up with the amount of people that are on our um, Rockstar series. Wow. I love your questions. By the way, I'm so in alignment with you about video, like all my friends, you know, you have your girlfriends. I think you are the only person who FaceTimes. Like you will not just call. I'm like, I have to see you. Even if I'm in the car, even if I'm in the car, I want you to see me. I mean, that's where relationships are. Cause you know, the old days where you'd call somebody, especially in the, in the, in the business world and you're on conference call and everybody just still working and nobody's paying attention. Yeah. Can't I'm even big on the screen when I can see all the photos. I love it. If I see your eyes, I got your ears. But if you're doing this, mm -mm, not going to happen. So I love what's your superpower as well, by the way. Oh, my gosh. You are a blessing. You are very cool. Thank you. You know, I've always um, admired you as a leader. And when I hear how you're shaping your culture and really bringing transformation, I mean, you're just you love your people. I feel that. I do. I do. And I'm certain that they feel it. And, I, and when I think about all the things that you're so intentional, anyone listening, at, are you intentional about a culture? Because if you're not, it's getting shaped, but maybe not in the way you would like it to be. So let's move for a moment for leadership. What do you think the attributes are the most critical for a great leader? Adaptability. Mm. You have to be in this environment because we that's one thing you have to be able to change what your thoughts are, right? Right. adaptability has got to be my priority right now. If you don't have the ability to adapt, you're going to be in trouble and handle change and adjust to our new conditions and still be able to move forward with business. I say all the time, don't be afraid to fail. And with that, don't be afraid to think outside the box. There are times, many times that things don't go the way we want or as planned and you have to stop you have to reset your direction and that's okay learn from what didn't work gosh I learned from what didn't work Mm -hmm. and keep it moving forward I always say fail fast fail often and fail forward because if you aren't moving you're stagnant Mm -hmm. and and if I can add 
we don't keep pondering or thinking about that failure because it stagnates you. It keeps you from being in the present and it keeps you from growing. If you don't learn and you don't grow, your business won't grow. Mm. And, and next is the ability to listen. Casey, this is so important. And I know I say this often, but most people don't listen with the intent of understanding. We listen with the intent to reply or to show our intellect. And we both just lost the message. Yeah. And lastly, it's it's humility. Mm. It is so important to remember where you came from, how you got there, and who helped get you there. Mm. We all know that please and thank you goes a long way. But stop and take time to connect. Connect with your associates. Allow people to be heard. I think you've got to be sitting on my shoulder because my favorite motto that I shared to everybody is fail forward. Because when you fail, don't don't have regrets. It's part of the learning process. And maybe it should be, you know, learning and failure, whatever it might be. But I like how you said fail often and fail fast. I read a great thing. I don't know if you've seen the same where someone said when you fail fast, it's not as much a failure because you're not as vested in the process. And so it's not a failure. It's a, it's a learning. And people forget that there is virtually no one in America or no business leader who's ever not failed, but that's how you learn and grow. So celebrate it and go, okay, I failed on that one, but now I know what not to do. Absolutely. All right. So, um, man, and you also said the word associate, like we don't call our um, employees employees. We call them associates. Do you do the same? Yes, we do. Well, see, I'm telling you, we're working together. All right. I know. You've got a generation of leaders, or we do, coming behind us. What are you doing to build that next generation of leaders? Oh, we have the best program. I know I'm a little, little biased, but our program, our next gen program, we've had it now for about seven years. Mm. And coming into the pandemic, whoa, what a blessing. So we recruit, Casey, it's called the next gen. We recruit our college students. We go out to the colleges mm. and recruit on fair day, college fair day, or whatever chance we get. And it's like similar to building a home. We develop their knowledge from the ground up, from IT to marketing, to accounting, operations, production. Our next gen associates have limitless opportunities. Mm. They can transfer over to different paths. I don't want to do uh, a loan officer. I think I'm more operational. We'll put them into a different path. So we find people that find their passion, which leads to what you and I know as retention. Right. We want them to learn the business front, back, side to side, up and down. And and I want those eager minds. I want the ones that are eager to grow that provide us with a new, fresh perspective. In our industry, we need new, fresh perspectives. We do. We do. You know, I'm a huge advocate of bringing in the young, fresh talent. And what happens to us as veterans is that we up our game. And think about it, and I'm hoping everyone that's in your organization and anyone listening in is there's a legacy that you're leading when you help someone else. Absolutely. And whether it's intentional or subliminal, when you say, what can I do to teach or model to you how to be successful? And I get to learn from you and your energy and your optimism and you're not burned out, you're not stuck. So I I applaud you, by the way, for leading this industry with that program, because um, that is the future for all of us and is to give back. We we also have the PDP program. It's called the Processor Development, in which we'll hire and train new to the industry, completely green to the industry. Mm -hmm. And we have like 
three or four different training opportunity segments, if you will, that run six to eight months. So they'll include introduction to the mortgage industry, system training, and a lot more. So after they've graduated, they can either become a processor and grow from there, which within the pandemic, Casey, we had an opportunity to take senior level processors and put them into an underwriting role. It was a quick fix. And then you just keep taking that next group and pushing them forward, and you created the company of the future. For certain. And if you start thinking, and it's not an all or nothing approach, anyone listening, I've always said it's not, I'm going to make all rookies, it can be a percentage of, and you you know, you take 20% of your sales force, that number, and say, that's how many rookies I'm going to be bringing in. And in five years, you have a whole new sales team that's energized and fired up. So, And you partner that with Zenix. You have an amazing loan officer. Well, there you go, right? It's perfect. It's perfect. And then, by the way, thank you for all Which of we the, do. the business that y'all have given us. You've been a blessing. So tell me, um, as a leader, what legacy do you want to leave? Oh, mm. I am really, really big on paying it forward. Mm. Let's be real. This industry has provided me with so many, so many opportunities. And I want to leave, I want to leave it a lot better than when I entered it many years ago. We have the privilege of making the dream of homeownership a reality. And people take that for granted. We do that every day. And, and let's be real, Casey, our industry is in the midst of a technology revolution. Mm-hmm. It's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to evolve every day. There's so many opportunities for younger generation. We provide a diverse workforce and with unlimited opportunities. We need their young, brilliant minds. That's what I want to leave. We need them to join our industry and to lead all of us into the future. What a beautiful legacy you are leaving and you're already doing it inside the company. Uh, I got a lot of years left on me and I'm certain you do as well. But when I think back and I have that moment where it's time to go, all right, what's next? What, What does God have for me next? I certainly hope I do this, have the same kind of mentality that she gave it all. She left it all on the field and she, and she paid it forward. So it's time, you know, we're in a lot of change right now. And I think you would agree the industry's in a shift the entire housing market challenge for many, but you're in a different position. Um, when I think about the last two years, capacity challenges, capacity challenges, and now the market has shifted. Uh, and so some people are having to adapt to the change. And how are you right now leading that change within your company? Well, first and foremost, I lead by example. I'm not asking anyone to do something, and I know it's very cliche, but I live by it because I, I don't forget where I came from, and I want to make sure I, I keep myself focused. So I won't ask anybody in this company to do anything I wouldn't do. Uh, they may not want me to, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> we live by our vision. We live by we want to create the world's simplest path to homeownership. Mm-hmm. We want to deliver, and we will deliver, an absolute frictionless and enjoyable experience for every customer. And of course, we're harnessing the power of technology in order to do that. Sure, sure. So, so it, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say it's a major part of the process, but at, at the end of the day, it's still the human relationship, Casey. We still have to have the human touch to drive our business. And this is where our amazing associates come in. Everyone in our company believes and embraces our mission to simplify the process. We're constantly questioning, how can we make the process better, easier, faster, and not just more enjoyable for the consumer, which is our customer, but our associates, which is our family. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. I'm writing down. I've got all kinds of notes from today. Uh, let's end with a question that I think you might have um, some great impact. Um, because when I think about people that are listening in and we're going through change, uh, how do you inspire action within your current company and let you leave uh, end with whatever last words you'd like? But how do you inspire action? It's really easy by being me. One of the things that I have found is the more that the more authentic I am and the more that I put myself out there and the more that I say, you know what, Casey, this, we have to have a really quick session because my stomach hurts. There's nothing wrong with it. When I say, hey, guys, I'm really not up to it today. The ponytail's up here and life is going on. That's who we are. You allow others to be authentic. You allow others to come and be who they are and express their needs, their desires, not only the bad ones, but the good ones as well, which afford us the opportunity to grab that person and grow with them. So most important than anything, my inspiration is just being me and not forgetting who I am. Wow, what a way to end. I got to tell you, there's a message there that I felt is uh when you're you, you allow me to be me, and there's a trust that gets developed. And when you have trust, you have a relationship. And you can inspire action when I know that you tr I trust you. Exactly. And what a blessing you are. Thank you so much for this little bit of time. And I think i got to have you back because I want to hear the story from when you were, where you were born, and how did you get to this executive position in your career? Uh, as you know, Gonzalez is my maiden name, so I'm a fellow Latina, and um, there's a story for both of us. But I'd love to share your story if you'd be willing to do that later. I would be happy to. Well, God bless you. Praying Thank for you, you guys. my friend. You're amazing. No, you are amazing. What a, I can't wait for everybody to hear this, but thank you again for your time today. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check back for new episodes of Inside the Mortgage Mind, a podcast by Zenix, the Mortgage Academy. You can download our episodes wherever you love to listen to podcasts or on our website at zenix.com slash inside the mortgage mind. 